My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Money, 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 money. It's Friday night. I don't have enough money. It's Saturday night. I still don't have enough money. It's Monday morning. I got to go make the money. As gay men... We chase the money almost as much as we chase a piece of ass. And for some of us, that really works out. And for others of it, it's like it's the never, ever ending battle. But what if it didn't have to be a battle? What if you could actually hook up with money and make it a really amazing, wonderful, sensual, sexy relationship? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to 40 Plus Gay Men Gay Talk. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, and I've got an amazing guest that I'm so excited to bring in, who is going to help us break through the money BS that we tend to get into as gay men. His name is Martin Cowart. He's an amazing financial coach. I got the chance to be on his podcast just recently and his special show that he does. He is the founder of the Financial Heart Space and the host of Speaking the Truth About Money with Martin Cowart and Joy the Wise Woman. And we'll get into all that. But Martin, I am so excited to have you on the show. I've been looking forward to this pretty much ever since you and I did your show a week or so ago. And just knowing that I can't wait to bring you here and have you like beat some money, <laughs> some money sense into our guys. And I don't literally mean that, but anyway, welcome, man. Glad to have you here. Well, wow. It, it is absolutely a joy to be here uh, because what the reality is that we live in so much fear of money. We have this great big story going on in our head that comes down to some version of not enough. Yep. I'm not enough. There's not enough money. There's not enough resources. It is the favorite story of the ego shadow. Yep. And we get trapped in that. And we, and we as gay men will sometimes do extra work, work extra harder than any of our straight counterparts because we're always trying to prove our worth by making more money. And it's painful. I know because I lived that way for most of my life and I'm 66 and I didn't discover that it was all this pain and suffering was based on a great big lie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I discovered that in, in, I guess when I was about 62, when I, and during, uh, right after Trump was elected president, and I'll make it really short here, but I want to just tell you the story of how I met Joy the Wise Woman and how I've learned from her about this big lie. Mm-hmm. So it was right after he became the president of the United States, we elected him president of the United States. And for me, I worked, I, at that time, I worked in this great big, beautiful office over the 44th floor overlooking Park Avenue. I had this wonderful view. I was a successful wealth manager with a Fortune 100 financial services firm. And up until that point, I looked pretty good. And then when he became president, it represented to me all the fears in the world and all the bullies that I grew up with in the South, including my father. And I went into so much fear and so much pain 
that I actually became a walking ball of fear and my business went from being a top producer to be almost at the edge of bankruptcy. Because when wow. you live big, it's easy to go, it's, it's, you fall pretty quick, you know? And I remember one day I was on my, I was on my sofa. I was, I call this the dark night of my soul. And I was on the sofa one day having myself a great big old pity party because I thought they were going to repossess my car. My house was going in foreclosure and I couldn't get a client to save my life. And my spiritual teacher called me up that day and she said, well, Martin, you could go into bankruptcy, but I don't think that's what she wanted to do. She'd been my teacher for a long time and she knew I was, I had a deep spiritual practice and she said, I want you to do something called surrender. You know what surrender is, don't you? You've surrendered everything else in your life. You've surrendered alcohol. Now I want you to surrender the big one, your obsession with money. And I, I knew what she was talking about. And I said, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do that as soon as I get off the phone with you. And that's what I did. I got on my hands and knees and I said to God, I said, I have created a damn big mess for myself. I took responsibility. I created this mess for myself. Yep. And I said, God, I don't know how I created it. I don't know what I did, but I need your help. I need to get out of this. And I knew from a long relationship with the divine within me that I was loved. And I knew that if I asked for the help, I would get it. And you know what happened? The cheesiest thing. All of a sudden, this blanket of love came over me and power and peace. And I heard this voice from the deep come up and say, Martin, all this stuff that you worry about, none of it matters. None of it matters. The only thing that matters is that you show up with love and gratitude. I will do the rest. Now, I knew what I meant. I am the divine. I joy the wise woman, as she later became called. And I, it took me a while, but I began to move into that structure. And I began to change, pivot my financial planning practice to helping people get over that shadow mentality, that scarcity mentality about money and let go of their emotional attachments with money so they can be free to be themselves, which, which is powerful, creative, gay men with all the resources within ourselves to create a wonderful life for ourselves and the people we serve. It's very important that we, as when we discover who we are as powerful queer men, that we also look at what is our purpose in life. And that purpose is always geared to serving the others for the betterment of the world. And, every, and that transformational shifts the way I see myself, the way I see God and the way I see the world, all change the place of what I would call living in the abundance mindset or heart space. That everything comes from love and everything comes from abundance. And that well, is the think truth. But one of the things you just said, Martin, that I mean, so much of what you just said is powerful, but I think the starting place yep. in so much of who we are as gay men is to realize we are powerful queer men. Start Absolutely. there. Because when that we is- realize we're powerful, and I know, I mean, you know, I know some of these people that might be listening, and please guys stick with this, are gonna go, okay, I, I don't get this spirituality stuff and all. That's okay. All we're asking you to do is realize you're a powerful man. And when you start to own that you're powerful, you're powerful enough to have come out of the closet. You're powerful enough to put up with the bullies. You're powerful enough to possibly have had some rejection. If you can walk through those shadow spaces, trust Martin and I, and I'm not saying that I'm 100% good at this every day, but I know this, when I am in my power, I can attract abundance. I can figure out how to get the bills paid without stress. I can find unique things to do with how I use my money because it's not the impending. Oh my God, there's not enough. Oh my God. Will I get enough pulled together to do this or that? 
We are powerful beings. We are, that is, and that is exactly where we start. We start with the truth of who we are as human beings, as men, as powerful, creative, queer men, and our creative resource, our creative mm -hmm. energy is embedded in our queer energy, in our sexual attraction, like mm -hmm. everybody else, inside that yearning for a deeper connection with the divine and with each other. Yep. And that one of the is, things I one of the things I've learned here is this whole connection to the divine. And, and I know this may sound weird to some of the guys listening, but for the most part, I think we gay men are so we're such sexual beings. And we admit we're very sexual beings. Now, I'm not going to get into open relationships and all that, but let's just kind of stay here. We, we are sexual beings. We love the energy of sexuality. We love the energy of an orgasm. We love all this. If you can love all of that and you can turn that same energy into anything that you do, you can be sensual with money. You can find sexuality and power in money. You can find it in relationships. You can find it in all this. When we take the energy of who we are as a, at the core and overlay it into everything else, and I've seen this done with so many of my freaking clients, is when I say, if you put the same amount of energy into getting a new career or losing weight or finding a man as you put into getting off and having a great sexual experience, what do you think you'd be capable of doing? Wow, exactly. And I'll say this about, about this about sex to, for us too. If you when you begin to align your body and your mind and your spiritual energy into yes. that deep sexual energy within us, that level of intimacy with another human being, another man, is beyond anything you could ever experience on any kind of artificial stimulation. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. that alignment, that is, we are completely aligned with that and that deep interconnection. And like you just said, well, we can do this. Well, we realize we have that deep interconnection with the same creative force that created everything you see. Mm -hmm. Then there's, then we can, like you just said, we can create anything. We have the power to change the world and we're doing it every minute, every day. But don't you think too, Martin, that the thing that happens is, and again, guys, I'm generalizing here with what I'm about to say. We are so pre predisposed to be negative as gay men because we've had to fight to be seen. We've had to fight to be who we are. We fight to, you know, find our way wherever. And, and again, I know not everybody's had that, but I think a good portion of us gay men, there's been some fight somewhere along the way. But if you take that negative energy and you flip it around, and this is where you said something when you and I were talking on your show that really stuck with me. When, you, when we take the negative energy and we start to flip it around and we look at, but what's possible? And do I already have enough? And what does it really mean to say, I don't have enough? Well, what's the signal you're sending to yourself and your own psyche every time you say, well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Well, that you're telling yourself and the world, I don't have enough money. Mm -hmm. I can't afford it. And you know what? If that's what you believe, that is what you are going to live into. You're mm -hmm. going to live in that world of not enough, of yep. I don't have enough money. Now, 
going back to what you just said about negative. I'm a, I do, I, I work in shadow. I'm a shadow work coach. I work with mm-hmm. that, that energy because there's really only one energy creative and that's the energy of creative love light in the world. That is, that, that is just a force of energy that we all are. The shadow of that is the human ability to cast shadow and doubt on that light. And we need that in order to navigate in the world to protect ourselves. So you, although we just be pure light, we would just be, we'd just be light in the world. We wouldn't, we wouldn't grow and expand. So what happens is we, we, we create challenges for ourselves that look negative, that appear to be negative. And with the normal sort of ego thinking mind, the creative mind that thinks negatively, that created the problem, as Einstein says, you cannot solve a problem with the same thinking that you use when you created the problem, whether it's a money problem or whatever it is, you have got to transcend that to a higher level of consciousness. I don't want to get too woo-woo, but this reality is we are spiritual beings vibrating at that higher level of consciousness of light. And the only, and that's creative energy that creates that, that is the only energy we, we, we get energized when we, when we bring that energy up into ourselves, the shadow pulls the energy away. It blocks us from the light. So if we're coming from that place of what you said, negativity and a negative mindset about our, our money, our relationships with ourselves and other people, then of course we are taking away our creative genius and we're making our lives more difficult. So what, you, so what we can do is if we, when we do shadow work, we can say, okay, what this, I call it mining for the gold in the shadow, but I'll tell you whatever that shadow belief is, whatever that negative is, if you just take it and feel into it and question it, is it true I'm not good enough? Is it true I'm not worthy? Is it true I don't, I don't, I don't own this? Is it true I don't have enough money? No. The truth is I am, like you just said, a powerful, creative gay man with everything within me. I need to create a powerful life for myself of love, joy, and prosperity for myself and the betterment of others. And that's what shadow work is. It's taking in and looking at that shadow belief system and the behaviors we do out of that to see what's really going on behind the shadow. Where is the gold? Where, Because the shadow is always protecting, it's hiding you from the truth. And when I talk about an abundance mindset, that includes heart space, which always knows the truth. And from that place, we know deep within ourselves, we are secure that we have everything we need as powerful, creative men to create any world we want to create, because that's what we are. We are co-creators of the universe. That's what they meant when they said in scripture, we are created in the image of God. We are, we are, we are creators. Yes. And that's positive creative energy. But... I go kind of go back to this interesting phenomena that we, and again, I'm trying not to generalize, but I'm going to just go there because go on and generalize. We all do it. Well, well, because we as gay men can create all the energy in the world to try to go hook up and get laid and have great sex, but suddenly we can't create the energy to go find a great job or find a man or have enough money and all this sort of stuff. But it's all within us. I guarantee you. 
that if you have the energy and, and guys, I'm not picking on it because, Hey, I'm a gay guy too. So I'm just trying to be really real about this right now. But if you can create the energy to go get laid and do that three, four, five times a week, you can create the energy to bring money and abundance into your life. It's where we put yeah. the focus and where we put the priority. It's really about where you put the focus on what you let go of. Yes. The energy is already there. You cannot create the energy, but you can let go of the false beliefs that are hiding you from the energy. Like, let's go back to relationships. If you're, if you're going out to get laid to prove you're sexy, that's the ego trying to prove something. But if you'll just let go of all that for a second and realize that you're here because the divine nature, your queer nature, it enjoys having sex with another man. It enjoys that connection. It's here for that connection. That is our true nature. And if you'll move everything out of the way, all your beliefs and all your opinions about yourself and others, and just allow that deep connection to look to spirit, to love, to create... All of a sudden, the people, other men will come into, will appear in your life who want to connect with you on that level. It's the same way with opportunities to make money. As you begin to move into that higher level of frequency, that higher vibration of abundance, the other people who are on that same vibrational frequency of abundance and prosperity will want to will want to connect with you. And then you'll be like you and I are doing. We want to connect and spread the message of abundance of that creative spirit and that power within us. And it's simply by allowing ourselves to let go of any of the false beliefs we have about ourselves in the world. You just said something too that I hope those listening caught on to who you surround yourself with. Yeah. If you surround yourself with a bunch of people who everybody says, Oh, I don't have enough money either. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Da, 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 you spiral. Or if you surround yourself with people who have plenty and they talk about how much they have and how much plenty they have and all you do is sit there and go, but that's not me. I don't have that. I wish I had. You're, you're setting yourself up for failure no matter how you do this. Right. But if you surround yourself with beautiful people that maybe are on the same station in life as you, and you go, but we're all content. We're not sitting back eating our little woes and fears and complaining about it. We're content. Nor are we sitting there doing nothing and not trying to move ourselves forward. To right. me what I learned and, and I did, I grew up in some pretty poor shitty spaces. I was a poor kid. And there was times where I'm like, wow, the, one of the houses we lived in was a converted, literally they had moved a chicken coop and turned it into a house and built a really shitty kind of half together place. And no guys, I wasn't sleeping in, you know, chicken shit or anything, but it was literally, that's what it was. It was an old converted chicken coop that they finally said, well, we can make a structure out of this and turn it into a home and everything. And I was like, wow, I don't think I'm ever going to have anything. But the more I started leaning into, hey, this is what I have. And I fought this all through high school, all through college. I fought it when I first got in into my work life. I'm like, okay, I'm making this, but man, I'm not making near as much as everybody else. Until I realized and this is one of the blessings, I guess I'm going to say, of having been married to my ex-wife. 
watching her complain about everything we didn't have and how, well, we just need to do this because you only live once and you spend and you get this. And, and then I'm like, holy shit, we're in debt, $30,000. I, I can't do this. But when I've pivoted that debt into what do I want to create? I want to create less stress. I want to create more freedom. I want to be able to say, I have five credit cards and I know exactly how to use them to grow my life and build my life and get the most from my life. And she fought me every step of the way. I mean, and I'm not meaning to talk trash about her, but everything that she wanted was because of status. And if you guys could see me, I'm tapping my head and ego. Yeah, and the minute you let that go, you can actually thrive. And, and, and that is even can even be even more prominent as we know in our community of youth and beauty and looking good and being important. I mean, I live that way. I, I know I was that I was that person myself one time at one time. Yeah. And, and no matter what I got or how I got it, by the time I got there, when I got it, it was never very satisfying, really. Because uh, it wasn't coming from me, I wasn't creating it out of out of my essence, out of my out of my joy, out of my out of my power. And it, it was when I began to actually be, get everything out of the way and quit trying to chase money, quit trying to chase things, and just allow them to come into my life, trusting in a power bigger than myself that loves me and brought me here and is going to take me is going to be is here me all the way. Everything begins to shift. And you said something about, about gratitude. People ask me, well, what is the one thing I could do to, uh, to create that shift? And it's gratitude. Practicing gratitude. But you cannot experience fear and gratitude at the same time. So if you're feeling a, a fear of I'm not enough or I don't have enough money, stop, get still and look around and say, what, is I, what can I be grateful for in this moment? What do I have? and begin to feel your way into the gratitude of just this precious life itself. And you'll begin to notice something will begin to shift inside of you like it happened to me when that presence came on me back in my dark night. There is a deeper presence within us. We all have it. But for, for, for gay men, we have put so many barriers around it to protect ourselves for good reason, because we got bullied and beaten up. But, right. but so, so we want to sometimes, so when we feel that fear, you want to stop and get still. So is there something to really be afraid of? And I do something called inquiry because there's a voice, I'm feeling bad because my voice is telling, there's a voice in my head attacking me, telling me something is wrong with me. Right. And so what I do is I get still long enough and I, and I inquire, is that true? Mm-hmm. I get my heart to ask the shadow to, to like, it's, it's called the, the spiritual process of inquiry and you say is that true is that yep. true that you don't have enough is that true you're unworthy is that true you're not good enough? is it true that you're less than straight people of course not well what is truer the truth is i am a powerful creative gay man and when you set the truth with a new intention and a new purpose on this earth to offer my services and my my gifts for the betterment of the world. Now I've got a purpose that's bigger than me that I can live in and that everything begins to change because the universe will come in line and give you all the resources you need to to manifest that purpose in the world. That's exactly what what Oprah, Oprah Winfrey is my favorite icon. 
she and I are the same age, both of us born in the rural South. She Mississippi, me in Georgia. She, she, her chances of survival were a lot less than mine. I grew up as a pretty privileged white guy mm-hmm. and she grew up as a poor black girl. And yep. Lord, she tapped into the same creative energy I'm talking about. We all have it. And she has created a billion dollar empire. She has beaten every single odd in the world. But that and comes back to, <laughs> but that's the thing, Martin. I know I keep, I keep, I feel like every time you say it, I say, but, but there's a reason for this. We go back to that very beginning statement that we started this whole conversation with. If you don't believe in you and you don't believe you are enough, then that is going to be the thing that prevents you from having an abundance and a good relationship with money. Absolutely. That's that's where it all starts. That's what we're talking about. So what you have to do is you have to change your belief system. Absolutely. You have to change your, the only thing we can change in this world, by the way, the only thing we can change is our mind. Mm -hmm. We cannot change. Mm -hmm. I don't, we don't control one thing that's going to happen in the next five minutes there. We don't really know anything, but what we can do, and that's what the practice is all about. That's what the practice of self-love is about. And is, is to just shift our thinking and belief system to a belief in ourselves, a love for ourselves that's bigger than the ego thinking mind even understands. It transcends the limitations of our binary brain system. It moves us into a higher operating system of the non-binary giant brain of the universe, if you will, that we are all connected to. It will just get out of our own way. Mm -hmm. Exactly what you said. And that's all, and that's and that's what's hard. That's why, that's what I coach. That's what I help my clients mm-hmm. do because I inevitably run into very successful, brilliant, smart, talented, credentialed gay business leaders. Yep. But you know what? They've got this. There's something standing in. They haven't figured out how to make money. Yes, because yes. they've still got some negative belief systems, probably some fear. Really, I mean, I, my, my, I was I was terrorized by money actually, because we, we money was used as was used as a resource, as a source of reward and punishment. Exactly. So we were so we're traumatized by money. So at a subconscious level, we fear it. So we we, we actually were pushing it away. Mm-hmm. But we have to go back in and look at where did that traumatized event happen and say, wow, that's the story I made up about that as a five-year-old kid. And really, it's just not true. Yes. You know, it's just not true. And therefore, we can, we can, we can kind of reframe the story that we were traumatized with as a lesson mm-hmm. learned about Absolutely. ourselves. And that's how we get our power back. We can't just go back and sort of positively, if we're feeling shame, we can't just positively think good. We have to feel the shame. We have to have the courage to feel those negative emotions really deeply and then question the validity of where they came from and why we're having them. Exactly. It's so powerful. And I think this is a really good space to kind of bring this full circle. When you give yourself permission, number one, to step into the arena with yourself, Yep. as Brene Brown would say, you step into the arena and you allow yourself to go back to the source Again, guys, the source of the pain. Exactly. Every money story you have has an origin. 
every relationship with a man that you think will never work out has an origin. Every view of you're not good enough or you're not sexy enough or you don't have the perfect bubble butt or the big enough dick. I don't care what it is. Every piece of that, there's a source. And when you can take yourself lovingly, notice I said lovingly, lovingly, carefully, and with an open heart. And you, if you need help with this, this is a great reason to have a coach or a therapist that you can go, okay, I need to go do some of this work. To step back into that space and confront it in a very powerful way so that you unlock what is causing this to constantly show up and show up and show up in your life. About that three weeks ago- Beautifully architrated. That was beautifully articulated, by the way. Oh, well, thank you, my friend. So uh, three weeks ago, I'm going to share this because I think this really is going to give, you know, a good example of real life stuff. I took my car, as we all do, to go get the oil change, the proverbial oil change that you just kind of go, I bet today's the day it's not just going to be the oil change, right? And my cars, you know, my car is well seasoned. Now it's not old. I will never call my car old because it looks beautiful. It looks like it's as brand new as the day that I got it used. And I love my car, but it's getting to that space where, Hey, something's probably going to happen at some point. I went to pick it up and they said, so there's a couple of things that need to get done. I'm like, great. So how much are we talking? Well, you know, probably around $1,500. I'm like, okay. Now old Rick would have freaking oh, fuck this, time to get rid of it. I can't, blah, 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 right? I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> How soon does this have to get done? Well, it's not urgent, but you know, you need to watch for this and watch for this. Okay, well, is it okay for me to drive it like, you know, locally? Oh yeah, no problem. I'm like, you know, they're like, but you know, hey, we suggest this. We're not going to say, yes, do this. I'm like, no, I get it. You don't want to commit because you don't want me coming back. You said, you told me I said, so road trips, you know, short road trips, what, you know, yeah, you know, just here's what you need to listen for. And this is what you need to be watching for. Okay. So I get home. I'm like, okay, tell my hubby, this is what's going on. I'm like, so I'm going to schedule this to get done in about six to eight weeks so that I can create the abundance to cover the cost of this. Two days later, I had two brand new clients start with me more than covered it. But it was because I changed my thought. I could have sat there and moped and said, give me a goddamn drink. <laughs> I could have done all of that, which the old Rick would have done that. And the old Rick still I shows know. up every once in a while and does that. But because I said, hey, this is going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to approach this. I feel so relieved. And even today I'm looking at, hey, this is coming up. It's coming up on the 25th of August, you know, hey. And okay, that's a few weeks out. I'm like, I wonder if I could just, you know, I don't drive it that much. I'm going to create space to like, hey, let's put this off one more month just because I don't really need to do it. And I know I have the money. That's not the reason. I'm just like, you know what? I think I need to create space that maybe that money needs to go for something else. And we'll see. But if the 25th rolls around, I'm good to go. Like, hey, let's get her done. You know, it's all in our approach and our mindset. And I love that you have shared so much of that today. I knew, I knew when you approached me and we started talking about doing each other's shows and stuff, I just knew this was one of the areas that I wanted to bring to gay men yeah. in particular. Guys. I love working with gay men. And I want to, and I want to thank you for, you said something about, uh, about just a second ago about mindset shift. And it's, it's really so important 
to shift the way we think and allow whatever that is coming up that's making us feel bad about ourselves to be there and question it and inquire about it. So Absolutely. thank you for that. And I want to ask you, I need, I need, I need I'm going to use, I'm, I'm a little bit in the doghouse with my husband right now because he came in here a while ago and said, did you forget something? I said, no, I didn't forget anything. Did you forget something? And I'm like, I, I, I'm in the middle of getting ready for this show. I don't know if I forgot anything. What did, what did, tell me what I forgot. It's, it's my birthday. So I want to just shout out to my husband, Ishmael. Happy birthday today. Uh, and I apologize. And I can't go to dinner because I'm preparing for a colonoscopy first okay. thing in the morning oh. and I can't eat. <laughs> But you know what, this is, uh, you know, we could go off on a whole tangent there, but sometimes you just got to make space to be, hey, I'm, I, I screwed up too. Yeah. And, and yeah. back to the money real quick. If you beat yourself up for something you do with money, stop it, acknowledge yeah, stop it, it, own it and move on. Because if you continue to try to beat yourself up and go, oh, I could have done this or could have done that. Trust me, guys. I, and I'm really showing my true colors here. At one point in my life, not too long ago, I was about $100,000 in debt. And I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm ever going to get out of this. <laughs> I'm in there. But I'm like, okay, we're going. And we're, we're chipping going. away. And, and it's pretty much gone. Not because I did something amazing. It's because I changed the whole way I looked at this. You just let and it go. Well, you have to let it go. And let I'm not talking like flush it down the toilet. Like, okay, don't even think about it. Go. But let it go of the worrying about it. Exactly. Because let when we go, stop that. Focusing on the problem so you could actually spend the time on the right. solution and get rid of the debt. Yes, exactly. So, and you said make space. I love that's what I was looking for. You, you keep using that. And that's, that's what, that's what Joy the Wise One always tells me when I'm feeling all frustrated. Make some space, put some yes. space around it, put some space around it. And, mm -hmm. and let some let the energy come up and it will it will renew you and you'll be fine you know exactly I, one thing i want to say to all the gay people out there and to everybody really you have never done anything wrong yep ever ever yeah it's so interesting that you said that and we're going to wrap it up right there but literally the podcast that airs aired right before your this one's airing was that was the subject matter you've never done anything wrong you've, you've never, never done anything wrong done anything wrong it's all opportunities to learn the lessons your soul exactly. needed to grow and expand that's it awesome and if anybody wants to be in touch with you give a quick shout out to your website and everything martin yeah well the best place to find me is on facebook my Excellent. personal Facebook page is my name, Martin Coward. And yep. from there, you can find everything else. And one thing I have got is a Facebook group for yes. gay, bi, and transgender men is a sanctuary for GBTQ business leaders to look at this stuff, to love and support each other and look at our shadows so we can let go of all these negatives and we can live into prosperity. So that's yes. you out there. Join us on Financial Heart Space for gay transgender and bisexual men we will welcome you in there and i do a live workshop every single wednesday that's awesome 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 stuff and i know you have other freebies and stuff that you'll hand out to people if they come in there thank you so much for being here buddy i so appreciate you and i'm just i'm grateful that and i feel abundant that the universe brought us together i to did too brother i think 
we, I, I think we're part of a movement. We are moving the world out of the scarcity way of thinking into an abundance and prosperity way of living and join the movement with Rick and I. It's a lot more fun way to live. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for being here, buddy. Thank you. That's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.